Not 1 Corinthians, 1 Timothy, excuse me. Um, so the series that we're starting today, uh, Basic Training, and uh, how many of you that are here have been through uh, basic training for any branch of our military or civil service? Uh, you've been through some kind of basic training. Okay, look around the room. Well, I can tell you right now, I, I never went through basic training, um, so I'm not trying to act like I know anything about it. I did go through at the MCRD for the Marine Corps, uh, the basic training that they program that they have there for the new recruits, but that was a very abbreviated program. But uh, one of the things that, you know, basic training or boot camp really puts a lot of fear into people because the first thing we think of is that it's hard. I mean, you know, depending on what kind of person you are, you think, well, I can tough it out. I want to test my metal. I want to see how, you know, how I'm going to do it. This others look at it with, man, if I can just get through this, then I'm in, right? And I've, I've accomplished. But really, basic training and boot camp is so vitally important because it's really not about basic training and boot camp. It's about preparing you for battle. And even no matter how hard it gets, no matter how hard it is, and it can get really hard, uh, it's actually to get you ready for, for war, for battle, for the battle. If you're a firefighter like Joe and, and, uh, and others that are here have, are uh, firefighters, that, you know, it's to prepare you to, for, to get you ready so that you're not having to rethink things when you get out there and you're in the middle of a crisis. And... Really, I want you to understand that really God wants to put you through His boot camp, His basic training. And we're really seeing in the church right now a real veer from some of the fundamental things that God has established for us to help us. They're just basic training things that we ought to have down. And so over the next several weeks, I'm going to be dealing with those. Next week is going to be really an interesting week because I'm going to talk about your commander-in-chief. And so... You know, so that we understand how that God works with his orders, how that, you know, how that we, you know, we have somebody that we answer to. We have somebody that we answer to. When we went to boot camp, when I went to boot camp, what happened was is that uh, the first thing is they get on the bus and they explain to you exactly what's going to happen. And it's real simple. You got a couple of things that's required of you. Put your feet on the footprints that are out there and put your hands down at your side and they show you how to you know, to, to hold your hands at your side, and you answer everything, sir, yes, sir, okay? So it's real simple. That's all you've got to do. And he says, so I'm going to say go. When I say go, grab your gear, get off of this bus, and get down there. Now, he doesn't tell you that they're going to be screaming at you while you get off the bus, okay? But they are going to be screaming at you when you get off the bus. But remember, there's a real key point to why this is all happening. So can you follow orders under pressure? So when you get in, so you get off. In fact, one kid, he was in such a hurry to get off the bus that he hit the first step and he went flying face first into the ground because he was just so freaked out because he couldn't pay attention while there were orders being screamed at him and he panicked and he lost control. After you get through doing that, there's a guy that's in the front who's going to be your, who's basically your drill instructor, who's going to be yelling and telling you what you need to do. But you don't know that this is going to happen, but there's going to be two or three other DIs that are going to be walking around you, screaming at you, while you're supposed to be paying attention to that guy. Because what it's trying to teach you is 
that you can do this, you need to be able to follow orders under pressure. Everybody say that with me. Follow orders under pressure. Now, when you get into what they do, you know, they're going to take all your contraband, everything you're not allowed to take in with you. And uh, it was really funny because one of the guys got so freaked out while this was happening. Our DI was in the front and he was telling us what to do. The, the, the other little guys, they're running around, they're screaming crazy stuff at you, you know, just saying, trying to draw you into their world. And you've got to pay attention to the guy that's in the front of the room. And so they said they were telling us how that one guy got so confused he started taking all his clothes off. Because he wasn't paying, because he wasn't listening, because he was listening to the guy that was chewing on him and not listening to the guy that was telling him what to do. See, God wants us to have a basic training in our lives. And uh, so it's to prepare us for what we're going to face in life. It's to prepare us for battle. It's to prepare us to overcome our adversary. It's to prepare us to, in fact, God wants to put us through a training in our life so no matter what the circumstances are that are going on around us, we know how to function under pressure. Look at your neighbor and say he's talking to you right now. I find, from my experience with, with, with what we went through in the, in the boot camp, that the number one thing that they're going to do is tear you down first. And the reason they have to tear you down is because of your own ego. Because they don't care that you know how to do something. What they care about is, do you know how we do it? Any of you that have been in the military, you know that's a fact. I don't care that you shot a rifle. I don't care that you know about pistols. I don't care that you shot a shotgun or that you killed a deer. You're going to learn to do it the Marine Corps way. You're going to learn to do it the Army way. You're going to learn to do it, and you've got to go through all of that. The other thing that we don't really know because most of us don't go through boot camp is there's a ton of education that's happening. Not only do they learn about how to do stuff, but they also learn why they do the stuff that they do. They learn the history. They learn the values. They learn there's so much more that's involved with it. And all you and I ever see is like guys doing push-ups and chin-ups and suffering and running and, you know, Gomer Pyle junk, okay? So that's not really what it's like. There's a lot of education. But that education happens after they kicked your rear end in the morning at some kind of a workout. And then they want you to learn how to function under pressure. Can I tell you that a lot of God's people don't know how to function under pressure? That the minute something starts going skew in their life, starts getting out of alignment, things aren't working out right, job isn't working out right, money's not working out right, health isn't working out, we go into freak-out mode. Which is, Look, I'm not saying that to be critical because I do it too, but I'm saying that what happens is that it should be a telltale sign to us that I need to go back to the basics. I need to go back to the basics, the basic training that God has in, instilled in me. So one of the first things I know in the military what they do is, is they give you a rifle, okay? And they teach you this creed that you have to say, this is my rifle, you know, and you got to go through, or this is, you know, this is my weapon. And so you go through and you have to say this whole creed. And a lot of the guys in the army have to learn the whole, the whole thing. They got to be able to say it all the way through. Well, we're not giving out rifles today, okay? But I do have this thought for you, and this is why I had us do this at the beginning. You have a Bible, and that is your weapon. Your number one weapon that you fight with is your Bible. And I know that at times what we think is, is that, well, no, my number one weapon is God. But look, here's the thing. God is on your side. 
but he only works through his word. So what you and I have to have is we have to have the weapons that he's given to us. In fact, the Bible tells us that, look, we shouldn't be ignorant. We should know the weapons that have been given to us. The, the weapons of our warfare, the Bible says, are not carnal. They're mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations, and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. So when we're under pressure, there must be some weapon that God gave us. So I can say this to you this morning. The only thing that stands between you and the devil is your Bible. And if you can't find your Bible, guess who's winning? Now when I say Bible, look, in our day and age, you know, it's totally fine to use. I do all my studying out of electronics Bibles. I, I'm, I'm totally cool with that, okay? So that's not a problem. But what we have to recognize is, is that, look, the Bible has to be more than just a book that I keep all of my obituaries in, wedding stuff, flowers from funerals, and it's stuff where I keep, you know, memorabilia and former bulletins that were in church services. Greg, if you could bring that, um, if you could bring that up, I don't know how that will show up there, that slide. I wanted you guys to see this. Um, so this question was asked, this is in 2016, now they did this every year through Barna Research, or the American Bible Society did it, and they said, do you agree or disagree with the following statement? The Bible is totally accurate in all the principles it teaches. In 2016, it dropped from 36% to 33%. So that means that only 33% of people agree, in the church now we're talking about, agree that the Bible is accurate in all of its principles that it teaches. 25% was somewhat agree, 19% was disagree somewhat, and then another 23% disagree strongly. So you almost have a quarter, quarter, quarter going here of, of division. You've got about 50% that think it works and 50% that think it doesn't work, okay? In our world today, the Bible is just considered in a lot of respects another book. Now, I know it isn't to you, and I know as you're sitting here, you're like, no, Pastor, I believe the Bible is the Word of God. But we need to be able to defend why we believe that, not just say that, okay? We need to be able to defend the reasons that we believe in what the Bible says. Why we believe that its truths are applicable to today's lifestyle. 